I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Parenting in the modern world. That can mean fun, but it can also be hard. Cyberbullying, depression, the lure of addictions. Safeguard your family with strategies with Jay McFarland on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, good afternoon. Thank you once again for joining us today. My name is Jay McFarland. You can normally hear my program Monday through Friday, 1230 to 3 on KSL News Radio. But I had an opportunity uh, to spend an hour with you this conference Saturday to talk about parenting in the modern world and that it is difficult, it is hard. We have to make it up as we go along because our parents never had to face the things that we are facing. The technology, the cyberbullying, the accessibility of drugs and pornography. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And we're having to create things and the minute that we create a new guideline or teaching, something else comes onto the scene. So it's difficult, parents. And and I just want you to know, I believe it's worth the fight. We've had some successes and failures in our family. Um, but I, I think that it's important. Do I think that you can parent your children into being perfect teens and perfect adults? No, I don't. I think that they have free will and they're going to choose. But there are things that we can do. Uh, We've been talking about substance abuse and we spoke with Susanna Burt. She's with the Utah Division of Substance Abuse. And she talked about how some of the most important things is to just spend time with your kids. Spend that time of bonding with them. Bonding could be making dinner. It could be sitting at the dinner table or sitting in the car uh, having pizza Getting out and walking with them. It doesn't have to be going to Disneyland, although that's really fun and awesome. Yeah, it is. But having these moments where you're involved with your kids and doing fun things so they enjoy being around us um, is a big thing. Uh, Setting up family traditions. Yeah, and then she talked about uh, just creating a dialogue with your kids. Our adolescence, we change. So... Use it as a dialogue, not as an attack. Use it as a point of saying, hey, is, this some, is there something going on? Are you worried? Are you stressed? Don't start when you just see those things. Have these dialogues before, too. Absolutely. It's so true. Ask them about their day. Ask them about their friends. Who do they hang out with at lunch? You know, who do they play with at recess? Starting at the conversations at eight years old is way better. So you're setting the stage for when they are 13, 14, 15, 16, and they want to not necessarily talk to you. And then you've, you've set up that stage that they will, will talk to you. Yeah. Again, so important. Can I, can I also just add this to Susanna's advice? Some of the most important breakthroughs that my wife and I have had in parenting came when we looked outside of our family. 
I think that in our community there is this prevailing idea that our good parenting and our religion can solve all parenting problems and childhood problems. Well, it's just not true, at least not for me and not for our family. And it wasn't until we actually took our kids to a counselor and we found out some things uh, that our our world changed dramatically. We learned about certain issues that each of our kids face, and we realized that some of the discipline problems we were having were around those issues, and we learned how to do those things. Parents, it's okay to get help. It's not a sign of weakness. Uh, we need to take advantage of those resources that are out there. So let me just encourage you, if you feel that you're at the end of your rope Go and talk to somebody else and get some outside help. And you'll be amazed at the difference that it can make. Now, I also want to spend some time talking about um, suicide prevention. Uh, those of you who know me know that I uh, I faced a moment in time in my early 30s when I had created some circumstances where I believed that my family and my wife and children would be better off without me. And I came very close to leaping to my death. And am, am somebody who my heart goes out to anybody listening who has children in this circumstance or who uh, is thinking about that themselves. And I would encourage you to do the same thing. Reach out and just talk to somebody. Talk to anybody. I also have a nephew, Mason Smith, who went missing. And in fact, the, during this broadcast right now, they're actually doing the 14th search for him in St. George, Utah. And uh, he left home when he was 17 to go to school like any other day. And never returned. He never came home. And uh, my brother found a note from him and it indicated that he potentially wanted to take his own life or to just run away and disappear. We don't know what he did. Eventually, we don't know what his choice was. Uh, we hope to find out someday. It's been over a year and a half now. And his birthday is coming up in a couple of days. And... So this issue is very important to me, and it's very important that we know the warning signs and that we understand what suicide is and what, what makes the chances go up and what makes it go down and what to do if you're thinking about it. So we spoke with Kim Myers. She's the Suicide Prevention Coordinator at the Utah Division of substance abuse, and mental health. And she pointed out suicide isn't just one thing. You know, most people who die by suicide do experience serious depression or, um, you know, another mental health disorder or having a um, difficulty with alcohol or drugs. And but that said, most people who have mental health or substance use problems don't die by suicide. So it's, it, it's you know, one of the sort of um, factors that plays into it. But it's always sort of more than one thing that leads someone to um, consider taking their own life. Yeah, and that makes it difficult to identify, to diagnose, and to treat because uh, everyone's in that mode for different reasons. People are often experiencing um, 
you know, something like a mental health problem, and then on top of that, have some crisis in their life, whether it be financial or relational or something like that, and so that just sort of things start piling on and you see sort of risk increase. In fact, I had a conversation with a woman just the other day who was facing major health issues, and it is affecting her ability to take care of her children. So she feels like a bad mother. She's facing major health issues, and she had gotten herself in a place where she felt that maybe her kids would be better off without her. And I just have to tell you, parents, it's never true. The life that I've been able to give my kids with a dad who is not perfect, who has a lot of weaknesses and flaws, is infinitely better than a life that they would have had knowing that their father took his own life. I just believe that with all of my heart. If somebody is isolating more or suddenly not showing up to work or suddenly failing at school or suddenly, you know, not um, socializing or just significant changes, that's when we say, really, regardless of what's going on, that's an opportunity to have a conversation and say, I've noticed these changes in you. I'm worried about you. Sometimes when people, you know, are experiencing what you are, they think about suicide. And that gives you the opportunity to know because the truth is we only know if we ask. Yeah, uh, that's true. We only know if we ask because more often than not, uh, people suffering are not going to reach out and share this. Um, So it's important to see the warning signs. And my problem when I was facing this thought process is, I didn't share it with anybody. I grew up building walls and 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 uh you know internalizing everything. Even to this day I have a hard time asking for help. Um and that makes it more difficult when you're facing these trials, but please let me tell you, you don't have to fight these issues alone. You do not, and we'll talk about that coming up, what to do if you suspect this, or if you are listening right now and you are in this thought process, let me encourage you, and when we come back, let me speak directly to you about things that can be done. So we'll do that coming up. 